This episode of Undaunted is brought to you by Hip Hops, the amazing beer card game. If you like beer and you like cards, cruise on over to hiphopscards.com. Use the offer code RITUALMISERY to get free worldwide shipping. Hello and welcome to Undaunted, where each episode I talk with fellow podcasters from all walks of life to discuss what went well, what went wrong, and what just didn't matter. We'll share the good, the bad, and the many laughs along the, laughs and lessons along the way. Uh, I'm Amos, and today I'm joined by Mike Chan of Go and Grow Podcast. He is a entrepreneur, marketer, and power napper extraordinaire. Uh, you can find his stuff on GoAndGrowPodcast.com. Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, Amos? <laughs> not bad. Not bad. It's a uh, Man, I I got off work, took a nap, and already had one interview, and this is the second one for the evening, and I'm uh, trying to adjust my sleep schedule. I'm doing a 25-hour marathon for New Year's, so... That's awesome. Well, you uh, subscribe to my power napping uh, philosophies <laughs> then, so uh, you know I think you know how powerful that can be. Yes, 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 uh, and, and it's not always a volunteer thing either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as you don't fall asleep uh, in the middle of an interview, I think you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. All right, so um, the Go and Grow podcast. Now, I've listened to a few episodes, uh, and you've got a, a, a different way about uh, about you that that uh, I've, I've found. You, you don't just jump into it and have a, a you know a, a kind of a canned uh, canned questionnaire thing going. Um, tell us a little bit about that podcast and, and how it's uh, how it's grown and how you're taking it. Yeah. So to to first of all thanks for listening and to touch upon that point of you know there, there isn't much canned stuff uh it's true you know there i follow a format but basically everyone's got a different story to tell they have a different background that they come from their uh, their launch whether they're launching a product or a company uh, whether it's a tech startup or uh, a podcast or a services company they they all have different inspirations and so you know it's never really the same story so really why should they answer the same exact questions and that's that's my (laughs) that's my philosophy there and it it becomes much more of a conversation uh and i think it makes the guests feel really comfortable and just just my inspiration for starting the podcast was uh, i'm in the startup world here in washington dc and uh, I mean, I'm only about three years in, so relatively new to the entrepreneurship and startup world. And I was just having networking when I'm out networking and having all these conversations, talking about my startup, talking about their startup, some of the things that work, some of the things that didn't work. And uh, I just thought, why, why should I be the sole beneficiary of these conversations? Why not just record them? and distribute them to whoever wants to listen. So that was how I started uh, the Go and Grow podcast and you know just talking about launching companies, talking about how people's uh, experience uh, growing companies, what worked, what didn't. And you know similar to this this conversation about what's working with podcasts, um, uh, uh, my my conversation of just in general what's working, what's not working with people who are running and growing businesses. Very cool. Um so as far as your podcast goes, what uh, what lessons have you learned from from the podcast? <laughs> I have learned that iTunes is super frustrating. Uh, <laughs> it's like this game that you have to play that you don't really know what the rules of the game are, so you're just kind of running around. 
Uh, <laughs> and you, you, and you can't fail, but you may not succeed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like you're, you're always going to exist somewhere, but who knows where you're going to exist. So that's one of the things that I've found out. And it's, it's definitely a different beast in terms of, 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 then online marketing. I've been doing a lot of online marketing and uh, driving traffic to websites, uh, certain ways. But because podcasts are just distributed in many different on many different platforms, um, and not always that single destination site that, like a website, um, although that's one is one of the platforms. Uh, it, it's a much different beast in terms of marketing and promoting. Uh, so that that's those are two things I definitely learned. But I've also learned that I just love having these conversations. And again, everyone's got a a different and awesome story to tell, uh, no matter what their background is. And everyone's got a voice. Um, and just just hearing how people think and how people attack their businesses has just been really really enjoyable for me. Yeah, it's it's one of the aspects of this that I I really enjoy is just uh, not only the networking aspect of it, but uh, Really hearing the different stories and hearing, uh, you know, different people's uh, uh, takes and their how their you know their own personal view on things and and how that that changes other aspects of their life and things like that and, and I think that's really important. Um, now you you podcast alone, like you you know you you don't have a co-host uh, and, and things like that. You just kind of jump into it. So um, how has that uh, how has that benefited or, or detracted from it? Uh I. I- I don't know any other way. <laughs> I, I've never had a co-host. I've had a couple of interviews where there were three, you know, two guests on the call, uh, but I haven't had uh, any uh, any experience with a co-host. And I listen to some podcasts with with co-hosts, and uh, it's it, the way they interact and the way they coordinate. They do they do it really really well. Um, and I, I imagine that is something that's pretty difficult to do. Uh, you know, you have to avoid talking over each other. You have to, uh, you know, both get into a flow, and they do it really well. So you know, that's not something that I'm. No, that's something that I'm certainly open to in the future. Uh, right now, I'm. You know, I, I just started a couple of months ago, so there's a lot for me to learn before I jump into something like that. But uh, yeah, I think the, some of the some of the podcasts that I've heard with multiple hosts uh, have done a really, really good job. So, um, you know, kudos to them. Uh, right now, I'm going to take it a little slow, more slowly, and maybe I'll add that in the future. <laughs> um, so, you are you're, you're 12 episodes in uh, for the the Go and Grow podcast. Yep. Um, so, you're, you're still pretty fresh at it. Yeah. Uh, what kind of uh, inspiration? You know, what, what was the the idea that said, you know, what this is this is the medium that I want to use to express these ideas and get this out there. And what what was your inspiration on how you wanted to format it and, and go from there? Sure. So I'll I'll tell you the truth. I was one of those people. I I, I knew what podcasting was. I never really jumped on it until the, the serial bandwagon. I don't think I'm alone in in you know, learning about what a podcast was uh, when serial came out. And after that, I was just really addicted to them, and I just started searching for them all over the place and and looking at all kinds of different subject matter, whether it was, uh, you know, it's kind of that journalism like serial, uh, or the more the business podcasts or just some of the comedy podcasts. And, and I just, it just got into my mind and I couldn't stop thinking about it. I was like, all right, let's, maybe I should do something like this. Maybe, you know, I think again, I was having all these conversations with entrepreneurs. I'm like, let's, let's, let's give this a shot. And I just, did it you know the first thing i think first thing i did was was buy a mic 
and I sat it on my sat it on my desk and it was staring at me every day <laughs> saying use me use me and it it just it just went and you know I just started going I just started listening to different formats on podcast on podcast and uh uh, I just kind of came up with my own format. I don't think it's anything unique, but just something that I was comfortable with. And we're we're definitely tweaking, tweaking the format and and adding new things and subtracting some things. Uh, and I think it's been going well so far. Uh, you know, I hope I'm slowly building the listener base. And uh, you know, I couldn't couldn't be happier with the way things are going. Very cool. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that I like to get out kind of early is uh, a me- measure of success. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, different people measure success different ways. Uh, Kent and I, we, we, our podcast, the Ritual Misery podcast is primarily a way to, I'm, I'm sure people are going to get tired of me explaining this to, to everybody, but it's a way from him and I to, to keep in contact and to talk about things. And, um, and the, the primary goal was just to make it to where, uh, we weren't going out of pocket for our hosting and things like that. And we just, you know, with the turn of the new year, we just became, you know, we just broke zero, um, uh, what measure of success are you using? What metric, and and how how do you feel that you're doing against that metric? So what it, kind of grade would you give yourself? Uh, so it being so early, uh, the really the only thing that I can go by is is downloads. Um, that's the main metric right now. But I think uh, a a less measurable metric that I at least enjoy tracking is just people emailing me and talking to me about the podcast and i know that's not anything that i can put a number on but right. uh, you know it's yeah it's just it's just a cool thing to be able to hear that you know saying hey i i listened to episode six and you know, i use that in my business and that's just yeah. something that's really cool to hear and uh you know, but right now I think it was primarily downloads, and you know I was tracking iTunes new and noteworthy for a while. And uh, again, another thing about downloads—I mean, another thing about iTunes was uh, it's great to see you know the going grow going grow podcast on the top of some some charts. But then after eight weeks is on, I'm gone. I <laughs> it disappears, <laughs> drops off the face of the earth to some of those charts. So I'm at that point right now. Uh, so you know, just keep going. But uh, I think. Right now, it's downloads, but of course, there's there's those uh, other more intangible uh, intangible measurements uh, of just impact and word of mouth and uh, quote unquote praise. Um, you know, of, of yeah. hearing people use some of the tactics and strategies that we talk about on the podcast uh, on their own businesses. Now, uh, how about a uh, monetization? Is that one of your goals? Is that something you've looked into, or is that uh, something's in the horizon, or is that just not even a concern? Uh, I have sold one affiliate product for <laughs> uh, the Audible dot com. <laughs> so we just started doing that a couple of weeks ago, doing some affiliates, and we're going to roll some some uh, some other affiliate affiliate marketing in there. Uh, so that felt pretty good to get one. Um, you got to start somewhere, uh, but right now with the monetization, um, we're we're primarily looking to just get the product better, improve the product, and grow the audience, and then um, you know, dabble a little bit with the monetization. But we're certainly not going full steam ahead with that just yet. So, 
I have to call you out a little bit. Um, you're using we a lot. Is that uh, is that just your entrepreneurship idea that you know we as in like our entity, or or do you do you work with a team? Do you have uh, other people that you're working with on it? Or yeah, I I tend to use we a lot. I think I'm just used to working with people, uh, and whether or not I think you know we is. It's certainly me, but it's also my guests and my audience uh, overall. You know, we're we're sort of just one unit. Uh, I am starting to work with someone else uh, who might take over some of the uh, post production and a little bit of marketing, and yeah, we're we're exploring that relationship. Uh, but um, yeah, right now we is is just symbolic. I guess it really is just me. That, that's kind of what I thought, but I wanted to ask, and uh, because I, I find it interesting how different people team up, team up different ways. Like the way Kent and I do the Rich and Misery podcast is we um, we record, and I he he's more the the, and it's funny me having the the one on one podcast starting up with the, with Undaunted, but he's more the the personable of the two of us because I really just don't like people. Uh, (laughs) Persons are fine. I I love dealing with one-on-one with, you know, individual people or individual persons, but people as a whole, it just crowds and you get the hive mind going on and I just start getting really irritated. So uh, he's really the the more the personable aspect of of the show. And he, he tries to get the guests on and he's, you know, the, the, the PC kind of person. Whereas I do all the post production and the hosting, I'm the tech guy. I'm, you know, I give him, you know, hey man, we need to work on this, we need to work on that, that kind of thing. Well, you sound and pretty personal to me, Amos. <laughs> I, but I it try. is just I, me and you, right? <laughs> again, exactly. It's just me and you. Uh, you get me in a group of more than uh, say five people, and and I'll find the uh, the the jerk that I just don't feel like dealing with, and and it'll just become a, a point of passion to avoid them. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, we we we've kind of found our way of of dealing with you know what's going on. He he knows all the aspects. He can he can do the post production things like that if he needs to. Uh, right now, I have more time being in Korea, not having my family here, and you know, he just he just started a new job after his his military retirement. Um, so when it comes time to you know when you get to a point where uh, you're going to be doing more with the podcast, is that something that you would be looking into? Is is actually having a, a full time partner? Not just someone behind the scenes, but someone that's actually involved in in the ideas of the show and uh, and and where to take it, the actual management of the show. I think even this guy that I'm looking to work with, I'm always open to hearing anyone's ideas about how to improve the podcast. So whether or not you're my partner or a listener or just some person off the street who knows about podcasting or not, I I'm open to any kind of suggestions. Now, you know. I have to obviously think about whether those suggestions are uh, good or bad, uh, and creative control, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, I'm certainly always open to th- to to things if if it's a good idea, especially if you're coming from a place where you really understand podcasts and you know and you know how to engage with an audience. Um, and again, yeah, uh, regardless of whether what your role is, uh, I'm certainly certainly open to hearing feedback. Um. So. With uh, with the Ritual Wizard podcast and with this one, we Kent and I we don't have a a monetization goal. I mean, we'd love to do podcasting full time. You know, I think any anybody that's serious about podcasting would love to do it full time because it really becomes a, a passion. Yep. Um, what kind of goals do you have for your podcast, and like where would you like to take it, and, and where do you see it uh, down the road, and and how do you plan on getting it there? 
Yeah, it's a good question. Someone asked me that the other day too, and I, I, I'll be the first to tell you that I'm not really sure. It's at this point, <laughs> <laughs> at this point, it's it's a side project, and it's something that I enjoy doing, and I'm certainly trying to to monetize it and you know, see if there's any uh, passive income uh, opportunities there. But really, it at this point, I'll tell you, I'm not sure, and I know. A lot of times, that's like against, you know, business, yeah, especially <laughs> the un- entrepreneur business, huh? Right for a podcast about <laughs> like growing, you know, launching and growing a business, you got to set goals. And I know it's blasphemy for not not having a, a set goal, but uh, you know, I I think that you know each week I have a goal of doing a great interview and releasing right. a great episode, and I you know I certainly put effort in in marketing and engaging in the community. Uh, but long term, I, I can't say that I have a a really huge goal on whether I want to make this uh, you know my primary source of income or uh, you know have this continue be be a, uh, a side project where I just you know just speak with with a lot of inspiring entrepreneurs and and, and business people. Uh, yeah, I, you know that's not a great answer. Sorry, but uh, you know I just think I just think at this point I'm not sure. It's really early, and you know, I'm continuing to learn. But right now I'm enjoying the ride. Awesome, awesome. Um, I, I use uh, I use podcasting as my creative outlet. I, I mm-hmm. you know I, I fo- do some photography on the side. Uh, not, nothing professional, you know. Just it's just something I enjoy doing. Uh, I, you know, I've designed my own cover art for better or worse. Um, <clears throat> and uh, and the, just the overall podcasting, it's a it's a, a tech and geeky way of me having self expression. So is that maybe something that you that you look into? Is that a, you know maybe this is your creative outlet? For your your entrepreneur, you know, business side. Yeah, I that that's that's certainly one one thing. I I was blogging for a little while, and I do blog a little bit uh, for for like my clients from consulting, um, and just and a little bit on my own. Uh, I, I felt that blogging is a kind of a lonely endeavor sometimes, right? You sit in front of a computer <laughs> screen and. You research other article, other articles and blogs, and there's not too much interaction. I mean, there's you can you can interact with with readers on comments, uh, but uh, you know, I think as you're creating the content, it's it's a little bit lonely. So, and you know, again, I was having all these great conversations with entrepreneurs, so it definitely is that that creative outlet. And another thing, uh, you know, I was working on a startup, and you know, we're still I'm still working on the co-founder on the startup, and we. Startups are hard, and you many times you go backwards uh, more than you go forwards. Right? You might take one step forward, two steps back, and I also and I feel that podcast also keeps me on schedule, always moving forward. Right? Even with blogging, I try to stick to a once a week schedule. But again, I got bored and lonely, and just. Just really not motivated, but podcasting takes it to the next level. Where all right, first of all, I like doing it, so that's mm-hmm. that's a great thing. But second, like I know every Tuesday I have to get an episode out there, right? And I know in order to get an episode, I need to find people to interview, and it forces me to get into a routine, into a ritual, and it keeps me on track and it gives me that that. Uh, mental comfort of 
it's weird. It's like mental comfort with stress because I have to do everything everything weekly, but it 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 keeps me on track of like always moving forward when a lot of the other work that I'm doing on a startup, a lot of times I'm moving backwards. I'm, you know, unfortunately. Uh, so it kind of keeps me on schedule and I like that a lot about it too. Very cool. Um, so I'm sure that, uh, you know, when you're doing entrepreneur work, when you're, when you're doing, you know, you're helping people out building their businesses and, and doing business plans and, and all that kind of thing that, uh, that, uh, there, there's there's you know money and or or you know some kind of special goal at the end. You know, there, there I'm sure there aren't too many people trying to start a business to express themselves creatively. Uh, do you maybe find that uh, podcasting is, is a way for you to to do that? To where you know because you, like you said, you don't have a, 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 a five year goal with your podcast. It's more of a this is what I'm doing right now. This is how I'm turning through. Uh, do you find that maybe that that's a, a way of you expressing that aspect of it where, hey, you know, this isn't something I need to I need to take that to that level? Yeah, I don't think so. I, you know, I think my end goal is is, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. And however that manifests itself, I, you know, it's it's I'm going I have a lot of control over that. Right. I have control over my destiny. So and that's a great part of being an entrepreneur and one of the most powerful parts of being an entrepreneur so, you know, whether it's doing this podcast long term or, uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually joining my co-founder's company, Thorn Technologies, to, to build, help him build his company, uh, software development firm, while we're working on some products, startup products as well. Uh, you know, if it, it, it all has to do with startup, small business, entrepreneurship. Um, so, you know, I think you'll rarely see me do, even my my volunteer ventures, I work with Startup Weekend, uh, which is all about startups and getting businesses off the ground. So I think even though I'm, I'm working on a number of different things, uh, it all has that common thread of startups and entrepreneurship. So I think I'll, I'll see how uh, some of these opportunities grow and how, how they'll, uh, uh, you know which one might turn into a a really good opportunity, um, but in the meantime, like you said, I, this is a creative outlet for me. It's a, it's a side project that I'm really passionate about, um, and I really enjoy. Nice. Uh, I know the the latest episode, at least the one that I most recently listened to, uh, you had uh, Lewis Cognon on. Yep. And um, he's got a very interesting story of going from great story. Uh, yeah, going from from sleeping on couches to to making a, a pretty good revenue for himself. Uh, is there is there are there other aspects of of this podcast that have brought you some sort of inspiration and uh, and how has that affected how has this podcast affected other aspects of your life? Uh, just to hear Luis's story, and there was another uh, my guest on episode nine, Chris Desi, his story. His dad had ALS and. He had, um, he was slated to run the New York Marathon, but Hurricane Sandy hit, and he ran it anyways, like in his hometown, uh, and saw and hugged his dad at the end. He had raised money for ALS, and Luis's story, like you mentioned, he, you know, his mother was uh, was murdered when he uh, when he was eight, and he was homeless, and now he's built a podcasting business, you know, making a good amount of revenue over a short amount of time. So, Which, by the way, is is actually how we met and how this interview came yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and he's built a great community, an awesome community yeah. on uh, his Facebook group. 
Uh, there's a lot of podcast uh, community, uh, Facebook groups there, and his is definitely one of the best. Um, yeah, I think I just think it's it's I it's hearing these inspiring stories and just people over overcoming hurdles throughout their life and using them as inspirations to continue to to grow and develop themselves is is part of you know that grow right it's not always with the go and grow it's not necessarily always about growing a business and marketing and strategy it's it's really about the stories of people growing too and how how they've developed and and just improved over their lives so just hearing those stories and and there's it is an inspiring story every every week and uh and that's just part of why i enjoy it so much um and being able to to just think about you know what's inspiring me and just remind myself about that is is really powerful um how much uh how much consideration do you put into actually strategizing your podcasting and getting it out there and increasing your numbers or you know finding a, a larger user base um I know, you know, for the Ritual Misery podcast, it, it, we we haven't we had an aha moment, you know, when we reached that point where we had more downloads than we ha- than we knew people, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we've also had a lot of pitfalls, you know. Uh, I just had a, a conversation <clears throat> where you know we discussed uh, uh, some episodes that will never get released because they were just that awful, you know. Um, but for the most part, we we put everything out there, and uh, you know that's that's just how we do it. Um, what kind of, uh, uh, pitfalls have you hit and, and how have you, you know, I mean, you've got what, 12 episodes in, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure you've, you've already hit a, a couple snags that we, you know, actually took some thought and some consideration and, and how do you plan that and how do you, you reach beyond that? Yeah, I, you know, some, some interviews are going to be better than others. Uh, I had one interview that it was, I'm still thinking about releasing it just because, I'm forced to have that interview kind of haunt me and <laughs> push me to to uh, <laughs> to keep going and improve. Uh, but and, and it was definitely one of my earlier interviews. Uh, so we'll we'll see what I do about that. But I still still think about it. Uh, but you know, I, I, it's it, it's just I just keep going, and I, I think you, all you can do is really look back and see all right, what did I do there? How could I? have made the guests more comfortable how could i have uh asked better questions and uh and just reflect on on what what you've what i've do, what i've done that that wasn't as good as some of the other interviews um and i think another one of the tough things like that i mentioned is it's it's sometimes it's just really hard to understand what works and what doesn't when you're uh when you're you're promoting your podcast and i think you know, sometimes you might think that this one episode was such an awesome interview and, oh, man, everyone's going to love it, but then it doesn't compare in terms of downloads or feedback to, to others. And you're just like, why? Right? Why? What did I do differently? And it's it's hard to it's hard to sometimes really manage that and, 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 and really me- definitively correlate that with something uh, that you did or didn't do. Uh, so right. those are those are the two main things that that I look at that that <clears throat> have been uh, pretty difficult. Um, man, there's a as, as an entrepreneur, I, I think you have a different, you know, a, basically a professional entrepreneur. <laughs> um, I think you, you might have it like a different aspect on on uh, podcasting in general. But 
do you see uh, do you see podcasting as an art form? And you know, um, one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast is because there's a lot of of how to podcasts out there, mm-hmm. and what you end up running into is, at least in my experience, most of them are. Well, this is how you podcast. If you'd like to know more, you know, subscribe to this service. Or this is how you podcast. And if you know, if you'd like to uh, have my professional services, do this and do that. Right. And uh, that's that's one of the things that I want to avoid with this. But do you find that that there's there's certain niches out there that that really just need exploring, or is it just something that is is this one this you know the podcast that you're doing now, the Go and Grow podcast? Is this something that you just you know this is something that you know? So this is what I'm going to talk about, or did you really look into it and see if there's a, a market for it? Or yeah, I think it's more of the the former, where this is this is what I know. These are the people that I'm speaking with every day, uh, and there's a lot of value and knowledge being transferred with these conversations that I've had before I podcasted. So uh, why not get it out there? Uh, I, I certainly don't think there's a shortage of entrepreneurship podcasts or marketing podcasts out there. I think you just look at the management and marketing and the careers uh, lists, and there are definitely plenty out there. Uh, so, but, so how do you how do you find your way as far as what makes yours different and what you know what you're providing better than than others, or or, or is it just more of a, a personal touch? Uh, I think it's a little bit of I think I I probably have a unique voice as opposed to other I think. A lot of people have unique voices, <laughs> right? <laughs> just I'm unique, just like everyone else, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> and but I think I think the combination between the the stories of people's backgrounds and how they launched companies with more of the tactical marketing and growth uh, recommendations and suggestions, I think I think that's pretty pretty unique and you know i'm sure i'm not the only one doing something like that but i think having that that combination of an inspiring story of where people came from and and what what drove them to to launch a company or launch a product and and that process um coupled with the tactical suggestions that they can give us about growing uh adds adds another layer of value um with with my podcast um, so I think that's, I think that's that's helpful, and uh, th- it might separate me from a, a couple of other more um, uh, podcasts that just just focus on one or the other. And, and and how do you go about finding your guests? Is it something that you do a lot of research into, or is it just something that you know this podcast in particular? If you're doing a podcast, I'll have you on just because I want to hear the story and right. you know. And I, th- I think everybody's got a little bit to share with it, and uh, hopefully, you know, people can find something out of it. Uh, how how selective are you with the guests that you have, and 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 how much research do you do into them? I mean, uh, you know, is it, is it just something that you will take on and, and hope it goes well, or is it something you really put a lot of in, uh, time and, and energy into finding? It is, just, it is, and that's actually the part of the podcast process that I'm most worried about: running out of guests. I, I can you imagine? I can't imagine. I'm sitting there on. You know, Monday after launch a uh, uh, an episode on Tuesday, I'm like, "What the hell? I don't have a guest, right?" That is that's like the nightmare of nightmares. <laughs> uh, so I started primarily in my network and uh, just you know, look combing through my LinkedIn or uh, just having people that I know through the startup world, uh, as everyone wants has a story to tell, and uh, they're happy to tell it. And 
I've definitely branched out as I saw a little bit of success with with iTunes new and noteworthy. Uh, you know, I leveraged that to to reach out to to some other names in the startup world, and uh, and then when some of my guests have powerful friends in the industry, you know, I'll ask them if they have any other people who might be interested in coming on. Uh, so you know, there's there's just ne- this network effect that that goes on there, uh, but and also I have a form on my website where people can uh, can fill out if they want to be a guest on the podcast, which is which is grown, which is awesome. Like uh, I love it when you know the work's being done for me, uh, <laughs> and so you know it's a combination of everything. Uh, but uh, you know, it goes back to the fact that that no matter if you can be you know the the CEO of of Uber, um, or you can be someone who's running a a restaurant, uh, you know, in a town. Uh, there's everyone's got a, a great story to tell and uh, an interesting story, and and people have tried different things to launch and grow. And uh, I think hearing that from from anyone would be helpful. Very cool. Uh, have, have you have you had the the point where you're sitting in an interview? Because uh, <laughs> we we don't do a whole lot of interviews on the Rich Misery podcast, and of course, this podcast is strictly you know uh, uh, I, I like to call them conversations, but it's really you know an interview. Sure. Um, have you had that point in the in the conversation that you're talking to someone and, you're, and you just know this is this is not this is not going well, <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or maybe uh, or maybe had one that was really going well, and then you listen to it afterwards, and you're just like ah that's. That's not coming across as well as it, it as it did when I was to, <laughs> yeah all, with all the above, all the above. <laughs> and, uh, and and how how do you get past that? Do you do you ask for a re-record or do you just you know try to edit something or or you know how, how do you how do you face that challenge and and move on with it? I I've never asked for a re-record. Uh, I think that you know it was it's it, I think it's just no matter how an interview goes. It's always how badly an interview goes. It's always my fault. Like I did one thing or another, or I didn't do one thing or another. Like it's always my fault. It's never the guest's fault because it's it's just uh, I could have made the guest more comfortable. I could have asked more questions. And like you know, I, t- I, I mentioned to you, like there's you know I've I've had one or two that I just don't feel great about, and I, you know I'm probably gonna release them. Um, just it's it's not gonna be. I'm not going to be really excited or proud, but it's just I they like you mentioned. They make great filler. Huh? <laughs> they make great filler. <laughs> yeah, one and another. And you mentioned, you know, I think we we talked a little bit about about how we like to have. Uh, we don't do we don't edit that much, and we like to have it pretty raw. And you know, that's the rawest of the raw, right? It's like not really good at all. Um, <laughs> at least at least in our minds. So you know, get it out there and. Uh, get the feedback, and you know I think others will will listen to it, and you'll get feedback, and 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 then just just improve and go from there. And make sure you know try to make sure that it doesn't happen again. Uh, one of the one of the greatest quotes about podcasting that I've ever heard, uh, you know, of course the, the biggest the biggest advice that people give is just keep going, just keep going, just yep. keep going, or you know record a couple, and if you go through the pro- the the post production process and you've done the editing and you, and you actually are ready to release. And you're not like, oh, that was just miserable. Then you're, you know, you probably have the right mindset. But the the best uh, advice that I've heard is, uh, once you once you actually have it out there, 
once you have some podcasts under your belt, if you listen to your, your early episodes and you're not absolutely embarrassed by them, you're not <laughs> doing it right. Um, does, is that uh, hold true for you? Because I know it does for the Rich and Misery podcast. We listen to back to the, the early episodes and it's just like, ah, oh, like, can I just pull this <laughs> off the internet, please? Well, how long have you been doing this, Amos? <laughs> about, about a year and a half. Okay. So that's a, that's a pretty big sample size. Um, yeah. We're about, we're about uh, 60, about 63 episodes in. So, yeah, that, that, that's great. And first of all, like, kudos to you because I, I heard some statistic that the average number of episodes for a podcaster is, like, seven. <laughs> and I was like, that has to be wrong. And people were like, no, a lot of people just quit. Or a lot of yeah. people do one or two, and they don't get that many listeners. And or or they think it's going to be a lot easier, or the the, the growth is going to be just instant. And yeah, exactly. They want the instant gratification. And I'm like, even if you bought a fifty dollar mic like I did, like you got to do more than two to make it worth it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was an amazing. Thing. And again, I have no idea if that's correct, but I've heard multiple people tell me that that seven is the <laughs> the average, uh, and you're on nine times that. So uh, so. Uh, props to you. Uh, so, you know, I, I re- so my first interview was was pretty big. It, it happened. I I email. I mean, uh, I interviewed the uh, founder of Opera Software, which is uh, they're the maker of Opera Browser and mm-hmm. uh, a, a pre- really a, a super influential company. I think pretty much all the current browsers you see out there uh a lot of those features were uh were replicated from opera so and mm-hmm. again it was just a, really a fluke on on how that that interview came about which is great so i super super prepared for that one i just like ran through my head and you know that's my very first interview well very first published interview it was maybe my my third or fourth one did a couple of practice ones and and i thought it came out pretty good and you know, like I said, it, it I haven't I haven't been doing this long enough to I think see the improvement that I need to see, uh, and and um, I think that that that'll certainly come. I I certainly know there'll be changes, and I know what I need to work on. Uh, but I haven't been had a, so much time to to really listen back and and say, oh man, like I'm so much better now than I was back then. But I, I know, you know, when I get to episode 63, I'll, <laughs> I will, I'll listen and be like, oh, yeah, I could have done all these things better. Uh, one of the things that, that Kent and I found, we, we, uh, we have idols, you know, we, we have people that we aspire to be like in the podcasting world. And one of those is the, the Night Attack crew, uh, Justin Robert Young and Brian Brushwood. And, they, and Brian Brushwood has been doing it for, I don't know, going on uh, eight years now or something like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we went to a, a, a little miniature conference down South by Southwest and a little event down there. And uh, Kent and I actually sat there and talked with uh, Brian Brushwood's wife, Bonnie Brushwood, and just just chit-chatting, you know. And she listened to the podcast for us and kind of gave us a little bit of a critique. And the, the big thing that she, she said was, get rid of the ums and uhs. <laughs> we had no idea we were doing that so often. And now I'm hypercritical of it. I, I listen to it, and of course I don't edit them out. You know, it, right. it just it, let it go. But the amount of ums and uhs that used to be before she gave us that that crucial feedback was remarkable. And that, that's one of those things that, that sometimes you just get that one little hint that's just like, ah, oh, that's that's what I need to focus on right now. And you move past it, and then you find something else. And 
Yeah, aren't you just super cognizant of it now? <laughs> and and now you listen to other podcasts, you listen to how other people speak, and you're you're just you. It's almost to the point where you you can't even listen to what they're saying because you're just focusing so much on on the fillers. And I'm sure I'm gonna listen to this this episode. And I'll say a bunch of ums and likes, but right now, at this moment, at this second, I'm so thinking about what I'm saying right now. It's kind of like when someone tells you, hey, hold your breath and think about your breathing. And then now you have to think about your breathing. <laughs> and, and you can't stop thinking about your breathing until you just naturally forget about it. And then you're not worried about it anymore. But while you're thinking about breathing, you're super worried about your breathing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, there's, a, there's an um right there. And, <laughs> Uh, what kind of feedback have you gotten from your from your listeners or your guests, uh, especially? That's really been you know one of those things that hey, I need to actually really focus on that. That's that's really good. Uh, yeah, there's an um right there. <laughs> it's tough. I, I for the most part, it's been surprisingly positive, and I think I've been the the biggest critic of and i i certainly i'm not saying that there's there's nothing that you know no one has given me criticism uh and i think a couple of them are just like you mentioned some some ums there some likes here and there uh and you know things that little things that i need to work on and uh but for the most part uh, it's been pretty good and I, i think i think there are some times where people said, oh, you could have dug into this a little bit more. And uh, you could have gone down this path a little more for, for certain certain episodes. And that's, that's, that's absolutely true. And I think a lot of times it's, it's a difficult thing to do, especially with a podcast like this uh, and, and mine is more of a conversation, is not super canned, canned questions. And... Yeah, I, I certainly do my best to dig into some things that uh, sound sound interesting, and I, I can't I can't bat a thousand. Uh, so I think uh, those those three things, you know, a couple of the fillers and being able to better dig into uh, some some questions and and some paths are, are the primary things that I've heard about about things I can improve upon. So you you mentioned digging into questions and and, and tackling things in certain ways or whatever. Yeah. One of the things that I typically do, especially during an interview, is I will actually write notes down so I can reapproach topics and things like that because I have, uh, like maybe I don't want to say the worst, but I have a very crappy short term memory. You know, I, I it, it's just it ideas. I've got so many ideas flowing through that there's only one or two things that are going to stick. Um. And doing this podcast, uh, since I've started recording this podcast, I, I had surgery right before. Oh man, what happened? So, and, I, and I, well, I landed on my thumb and and tore a, a ligament and a muscle, so I had to have a couple screws put in there to fix wow. it. So I got this cast on for the next couple of weeks, and I can't write notes down. Like I can't uh, write it down. And typing, you end up with the, yeah. the typing sounds, <laughs> and you know, I don't I don't have the the boom mic to isolate the sounds, things like that. And one of the, that's one of the things that I've, I've learned about myself is I that's something I need to do is actually write it down so that I can come back and, and reapproach questions and and come back and, and and look into well this is something he said that, that yeah I need to hit this again this is this is really awesome 
what have you learned about your own mannerisms and things like that, like during the podcasting process, the actual process of podcasting itself, the recording of it in the interviews that, that has improved uh, either your podcasting skills or just identified something about yourself that you didn't really know before? Yeah, first, to, to, to your point, it's hard. It's hard to <laughs> write something down and then remember to come back to it. And while at the same time, you, you're, you're listening to your guest and listening for things to write down some more, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's not Actively easy. listening. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tough to, to stay on top of everything. Uh, and uh, I, I think overall, I, that, that's the biggest thing for me uh, is that is being able to continue the conversation when something comes up that you didn't expect and something interesting uh, is said. And I, it's, uh, again, it's, it's tough. And I think that the more you do it, the better you get at it. And, and Amos, you, you, you seem to be great at it. You're, you know, you're, you're definitely uh, digging into uh, some of the things that, that come up um, as we speak and it's it's certainly flowing really well. So I'm I'm taking notes right mental notes right now on how to do that from you. So I appreciate that. Uh, but I think that's the hardest thing. If if you don't if you don't have this outline of questions that you just run through, and uh, you need to think on the fly while you're continuing to listen and while you're continuing to make sure that you know your 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 mouth is close to the mic and uh, and you know whatever else is going on and you're making sure that. You know, there's fire trucks isn't coming, driving down your street. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things going on, and it's uh, while you're all recording. And, and like I said, you know, you and I don't really edit too much. Um, it, you know, there's a lot of things going on, and I think the more you do it, the better we'll, we'll get at it. And uh, that's that's one of the things that I like to to improve upon. So let's spin this up a little bit. I, I know I'm uh, going a little bit long here. Um, I, I intended to keep this podcast at about 30 minutes, and every time I, I get on <laughs> with somebody about the hour mark, I'm like, oh, man, this is uh, – <laughs> um, but I might have to, might have to re- re-advertise. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got, you, you're having a great conversation, so I think, I think that's a testament to that. I, I, I have some episodes that run a little bit long too, but that's only because we're, there's so much to talk about, and we're having a great, great convo. Um, so let's spin this up a little bit, and it, for people that are that are either aspiring to podcast or uh, w- wanting to improve their podcast, or are kind of wondering which direction they could focus on, uh, what what advice and what uh, what pitfalls do do you see other people having that maybe they should look out for, and and uh, you know share some of your your genuine experience and your your knowledge of podcasting. I know you're only you know twelve in, but I'm sure you've done more. You've got some episodes canned and everything else, but. What are some of the things that you've already learned and and you can tr- uh, help other people with? The first thing is talking about people who are thinking about starting a podcast. I think most people, when giving advice, they'll say, All right, think about your target audience. Think about your subject matter. Like I mentioned before, I say the first thing you should do is buy a mic because you the, the biggest pitfall I, I see is people just – thinking about it too much. And yes, you, you will definitely have to you will definitely have to think about your talking on and think about your subject matter and what you're passionate about. And but if, if you buy that mic and you spent some money on that mic and you sit it on your desk and it stares at you every single day screaming use me, 
it is going to compel you to do the next thing faster and the next thing faster and 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 take each of those steps to get you to actually launch your your podcast uh so that, that's the first thing i tell people um to do is is don't fall into that trap of just thinking and strategizing uh for for do. months and months on end right buy that mic and it's going to force you to to move faster and do that one little thing that gets you to do the next little thing do you monitor your your own audio what's that do you monitor your own audio? Like listen to yourself as you're as you're talking. Because um, I've, 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 that was one of the things that I heard a lot of a lot of people about is if you, if you don't listen to yourself talking, you don't know when you when you pull away from the microphone and huh. and uh, that was one of the things that was really hard for me to overcome listening to myself because I don't particularly care for my voice and I think that's probably <laughs> yeah, you know ninety five percent of the world. Um, so that, that's, that's one of the things I see that you, you, you're wearing your earbuds to help isolate the audio, which is another thing like isolate your audio. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, it's tough for me to listen to myself. I, I was driving up with my wife and we were listening to, to a couple of episodes and I'm like, oh, this is weird. Uh, it's, it, it's tough, but yeah, I listened to, I listen after, um, just to see, uh, see how I sound, you know, as I'm editing. And yeah, it's it's difficult to listen to myself, uh, but you got to do it to 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 improve. Um, and yeah, for just for for other people who may have started their podcast, uh, I just found the power of of engaging in communities and and just finding out who might in those communities that of of people who might be interested in your in your podcast and just having those natural conversations, whether it's online or or in person. Uh, and and being able to being able to to be able to add value uh, with with the with the with the material, um, you know I, I certain certainly believe uh, I'm a marketer, so there's there's certainly ways. I, I'm I don't believe that if you just create great content, it'll it just happens. It, it, yeah, it'll you know people will just come flocking to you. There's just that's just totally wrong, I think. Uh, but you have to create great content. But you have to distribute it too. Um, so, and that's that's one of the big things that I've learned uh, in, in podcasting is is find those communities and and really work to to get to get the material in front of people. Cool, cool. Uh, so we're at that point, man. It's it's uh, it's open floor. What would you like to what would you like to pimp out there? And what would you like to say? And is there any any other messages or any other projects that you're working on or? Anything, anything like that, or that you'd like to share with people? Sure, yeah. First of all, obviously, go and grow podcast. If you're interested in just inspiring stories for entrepreneurs and industry leaders, and and learning learning how they grow products and companies, uh, be awesome if you listened. Uh, like I mentioned, I'm I'm uh, an executive at a uh, a software development firm called Thorn, Thorn Technologies. Uh, ThornTech.com. If you need a mobile app or enterprise software built. Um, you know, we're, we're the people, we're great at it. Uh, we're also working on a product called Ribble, which is a location-based uh, message board mobile app. So it's kind of an interesting, um, yeah, we've, we've only doing it for a, a couple of months and, and we're, we're trying to decide where it goes, but it's a, it's a cool app. So any, any feedback is, is, uh, it's welcome. And, you know, just going back to just everything that I'm about and, and what the podcast is about is, if you have an idea, if you have uh, an inkling of of entrepreneurship or wanting to do your own thing, you don't have to wait till everything is perfect. You don't have to think about and don't 
think about things too much, right? There's certainly time for thought. Don't 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 just go out and do something crazy, but like just take the little steps that'll get you to take the next little step. Um, so if you talk about podcasting, buy that mic, you know, spend thirty bucks or whatever it might be on a mic, uh, and and sit it on your desk. Uh, you know, if you're if you're thinking about a tech product, go out and talk to a bunch of people about what kind of problem that 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 tech product might solve. And uh, you know, if you're thinking about uh, you know being a consultant or something like that, you know, take on some work for free and prove your value. Just you don't have to do make this grand launch. You don't have to uh, you know make sure everything is perfect. Take the little steps that'll that'll force you to take the next little step. Excellent. Very good. Very awesome. Uh, so people can find you on Twitter at uh, Go and Grow Pod. Yep. Uh, I wish I really wish Twitter would just let us have longer names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to put Grow and Go Podcast, but uh, yeah, I, I think I ran out of one letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the, exactly the same same thing with mine. Yeah, for though it does one, uh, though it does make get tougher for you to write some tweets if your name is super long. So maybe they they had that in mind. This this, this is true. This is true. Yeah. Uh, Facebook uh, Facebook dot com forward slash Go and Grow Podcast. Uh, your website is of course the Go and Grow Podcast. I see a trend here. That, that's... <laughs> Stay consistent in that brand. Yes, and and of course the podcast is the Go and Grow Podcast. And uh, on on a personal note, thank you for having good audio quality. I'm, I'm one of those people that I'm not an audiophile. I don't know the difference between, you know, a hundred thousand whatevers and and but just being able to hear uh, the voices clearly and not have the, a lot of background noise and you can tell there's there's some effort put into the production and that just as a personal note, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Amos. Yeah, no, no, I, nothing kills me more than listening to a podcast and it's like. This person, this person sounds like they're on a cell phone into a headset mic, you know, that yeah. they found in the back of the garage from 1988. Uh, you know, it's like, why, why, why are you putting this out there? So yeah, it's tough. But <laughs> hey, if you're interviewing podcasters, man, we better have good, good sound quality. <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. We tend to be a little, little elitist. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, so thank you to, to Mike. Uh, appreciate you coming on and, and sharing your story and, and talking about things. And uh, uh, let me know if there's any, anything that I can ever you know, do for you as far as that goes. Um, you can find me at Ethan Kane on, uh, on Twitter. Uh, I have, uh, my name's Anthony. My nickname's Amos, and I go by Ethan Kane. And that's a long story. And <laughs> deal with it. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wait, course, I haven't been calling you the wrong name this entire time? <laughs> yeah, it's... it's uh, uh, so real quick, I, I might as well just put this out there. Yeah. Um, right there. My, my name, I was born Anthony. Well, I wasn't born Anthony. That was the name I was given. You know, it's not like I came out with a little certificate saying, hey, I'm Anthony. <laughs> like a, you know, little plush toy or something. Um, in high school, uh, a, a, a teacher, a substitute teacher needed someone to do a run to the office. And this is in ninth grade. Kent was actually sitting right next to me. So he's the, the originator of my nickname. And I, I volunteered to go. And on the way out the door, he asked me what my name was. And at the time, I was really into using my full name, Anthony Robin Lemos. You know, <laughs> it was just like my little phase, right? I was, I was transitioning from Tony to Anthony. You know, I was, I was, ma- I was growing up, you know. <laughs> you were an adult. And, uh, <laughs> yes, I was trying to adult myself. And... Um, <clears throat> He asked me what my name was, and I said, Anthony Robin Lemos, and I walked out. And he looked at the class, he's like, what was that kid's name? Was it, was it Amos? <laughs> I gotcha. 
And I came back to the class, and everybody's like, hey, Amos. And then, of course, Kent, being part of my little clique, you know, just kept using it, kept drilling it in, drilling it in. Eventually, he started introducing me to people as Amos, and it just kind of stuck from there. That's cool. Um, and then uh, senior year, I was really into poetry. You know, well, I started getting into poetry in, in uh, I guess, sophomore year. By senior year, I was, I was you know, putting things forward into the, the school publications and things. But they were... I found that you know my my style of poetry is a little darker than most people like, so if I use my name, people would actually come and say, like, "Hey, do you, do you need to talk about something?" Like, no, I'm I'm just expressing like ideas <laughs> and emotions. Like, it's just a free flow expression, you know. So I started using a pen name. At the time, we were really into Vampire the Masquerade, um, and my vampire name was Ethan Kane Constante. Wow. So I I turned Ethan Kane into my pen name, and when Twitter came along and and you know, my Gmail account is Ethan Kane at Gmail, you know, and, <laughs> and so it like Ethan Kane just kind of permeated my online personality. So it's, you know, it, it just, that's how it worked out. So now I have three names, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> You're three different all, all, Yeah. All my old, old friends call me Amos, my family and my wife, everybody else calls me Anthony. And then online I'm known as Ethan Kane everywhere. So, <laughs> so I, I, I was late to the game on branding is like, is what I like to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so Ethan Kane on Twitter, you can follow this show right here, uh, at undaunted cast because undaunted podcast was one letter too long nah. and <laughs> ritual com is where you can find, uh, everything that I'm, I'm working on online, uh, for me and Kent for the ritual Misery podcast and for this one and everything else. Uh, th- special thanks to Kevin McLeod for allowing us to use your, uh, your, your incomptech.com resource for all the, the royalty free music that you have on there. It's really awesome. Uh, For me, for Mike, and for all the aspiring and veteran podcasters, thank you for joining us on this journey. Thanks so much, Amos, and and great job. This is a great conversation, and uh, yeah, keep keep cranking. I think sixty three episodes is 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 way more than anyone else has done. Um, So uh, uh, kudos to you. Thanks, man. Thanks. Take care. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>